Hello and welcome back to Walk the Cinema podcast. Today we are continuing our October month with The Most Dangerous Game. But first, a word from our sponsor. So we had both already seen this movie once before. And we wanted to pick something that felt influential, again, for the horror genre and just kind of in general. Right, that's kind of how we go through October. And this, of course, is the first survival horror. So it's, we witness here the birth of a subgenre that's become insanely popular. There's plenty of variation on it. Yeah, because this movie is, is essentially about humans hunting humans or, or, you know, killing humans kind of for fun. And we've kind of seen that with things like Battle Royale or The Hunger Games. And those are, you know, not exactly the same because it's more of like the, the government is doing it. But it still, I think, takes influence from this movie and the uh, short story that it's based off of. And, you know, this genre didn't exist and it might never have been made without this. It probably would have, right? But... Mm-hmm. This is probably the best example of the subgenre, even though it's the first. It already shows all of the elements you'd expect. Yeah. So the plot is about, it starts with a man on a boat. He's a hunter. Some people on the boat disagree with what he does for a living. He writes about hunting, all that type of stuff. And he defends why he hunts and why it's ethical, why it's okay. Yeah, and is even asked... If he would change places with the animals that he hunts. And he doesn't answer. He says, I don't have to. Yeah. Because they're dead. (laughs) Yeah, they're dead. He doesn't have to think about it. Uh, He'd never be in a situation that would put him in that. So, of course, he gets in that situation. Mm -hmm. And he he gets hunted later down the line. I guess we're skipping a lot, but that doesn't matter. Hmm. He gets hunted. And then he understands the perspective of the animal, which is the moral of this whole story. Yeah. So our main character's name is Bob. And essentially his boat that he was on becomes, uh, explodes essentially and starts taking on water and it sinks. And he is the lone survivor and he swims to the island where mm-hmm. uh, our Count Zaroff lives. And he is a fellow hunting enthusiast. And he, they kind he of... He knows him. He yeah. knows his books. Yeah. And they kind of, like, bond. Yeah, they they... discuss hunting. And Mm -hmm. they discuss what makes them wanting to hunt. And then the Count explains that everything else is just kind of mundane mundane to him. Mm -hmm. So he wants to hunt the most dangerous game. Mm -hmm. Which he doesn't... He doesn't elaborate that until until later. Bob says, like, tigers? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You have tigers on the island? And so... um, Zaroff has a couple other people that are staying with him because their ship was also shipwrecked. And so he has Eve and her brother Martin and then two sailors that were on the boat with them. Yeah, it's Martin is so annoying. And <laughs> that's what the Count also thinks. He's just there to eat and drink. doesn't even want to... Li- like, he's not, isn't no rush to get out. Yeah. Because he has everything he wants. From the count? Mm-hmm. He's just kind of living life, and he... So he thinks nothing is amiss here. He's just there to party, drink, and, you know, have a good time. 
But so um, Zaroff introduces Bob to the brother and sister. And, you know, as they're having this little get together, um, Eve brings Bob aside and is like, there's something weird going on here. I can't really prove it, but like uh, our crew members that were alive with us, I haven't seen in a while. Yeah, they disappeared after they saw the trophy room, Mm -hmm. which is where he has all these stuffed heads, Mm -hmm. which is... The original poster? Yeah, but we don't know that yet. They just know know that that he's like, you know, going, They as soon as they see it, they're gone. And so, you know, Bob's like, okay, well, I don't know. This guy seems normal. He's just a hunter. And so they go to bed, but then, you know, during the night, Eve's brother disappears. Mm -hmm. And eve and bob decide to go into the trophy room to see what's going on because they think that that is you know where the nefarious acts are are happening and they end up seeing the trophies which are the human heads yeah and the same way that liliati took the walk to poland mm-hmm. count Zerlov took martin mm-hmm. to the trophy room to kill him or at least to to let him run around the island to well he says that he never kills people except for that one cuz he was so annoying mm. which fair he was really annoying to me too but mm-hmm. that was the point mhm you can't just kill people though cuz you're no i'm not i don't <laughs> i don't but i would not have killed him just want to make that clear. They they finally understand after seeing this and seeing that Martin is dead. Uh, they understand what he means by the most dangerous game. They understand that the ultimate game to Zaroff is humans. Mm-hmm. And so basically Zaroff explains that uh, he like sets people out. Yeah, he explains the... the rules of the game. Yeah. Which... I mean, whatever, you're going to get hunted and killed. We also know now that the boat's crashing is no accident. Yeah. He, like, sets it up so that they're, like, as soon as they get anywhere close to the island, their equipment stops working. And, and he, he has the lifeboats or something. Mm-hmm. Not the lifeboats, but, like, the signal stuff mm-hmm. so that they go the wrong way and they yeah. crash. So he's definitely, like, setting it up on purpose for so, it to happen. Yeah, so that he can have more people to to hunt. And so he tries to get Bob to to join him in the hunt because who who other than Bob? Because Bob has written, you know, numerous books on yeah, hunting. Yeah, kind of looks and, up to him yeah. in that aspect. Where this, he's like the world's most famous hunter. Yeah, and so he's like, of course, this guy would appreciate it. So let me uh, let me get him in on this action. But but obviously, Bob is like, this is crazy. You can't kill people. This is. You're a madman type thing. And so Zaroff is kind of like, well, I'm still going to do it. And now you're, <laughs> you're my prey. So. Yeah. And then we get the, the release of them mm-hmm. into the island mm-hmm. with all of those forest or not forest, uh, jungle yeah. scenes that I think most of those sets are the ones in King Kong. Mm-hmm. The movie is, you know, they're very back to back mm-hmm. one of the directors of course is the same so that's that's a a, a neat little link because king kong has survived the test of time more maybe because of the remakes 
because it's easier to have like a name to a big monster than it is, I guess, to uh, duplicate this movie. Yeah. Even though they tried. There's yeah. plans for remakes that, I guess, didn't happen. For this movie? Yeah. They did remake it this year. Well, this year, but like, yeah. you know. It it took them, what, 80 years? Yeah. 90? 90. Yeah, oh, but yeah, they, they, had, they had plans for it, at least in the 70s or even earlier that didn't happen. I feel like this would be a hard movie to remake, especially because... There's I nothing feel, to remake. Yeah, exactly. This movie is so short and, like, this it's pretty straightforward. And I think that, like, people have already kind of taken it and made it better. You know, like, the concept of hunting humans and stuff. I like, but I, I really like this one. Yeah. I, it's simple. It's straightforward. It, it doesn't fool around. And it's scary at points. Like, mm. when he calls the dogs out. Yeah. I'm like, that's when I would be like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. But essentially the rules are that Zaroff is going to release Bob into the wild. And he'll be given a hunting knife and some provisions. And then he will have the entire day to roam the island until midnight. At which point... Zaroff will start his hunt, and if he and if Bob survives until 4 a.m., he'll give him a key to the boathouse, and he'll be able to leave. Mm-hmm. And so Eve wants to go with Bob, but for some reason Zaroff draws the line at killing women. So he's like, "I'm not going to hunt you, but you you can go with him, I guess." But I just think it's like funny that he's like, "Ah, I won't kill a woman, but I'll hunt the man." That's that's part of hunting culture, I think. I guess that is true. You, you don't you don't kill the women, the the female or the babies, you know. Yeah. You're just I guess it's supposed to make it more fair somehow, but that's still not fair. I guess it does mimic like regular hunting rules, you know. Yeah. You know, except for the fact that like usually if you go out hunting, you don't give the animal like an hour. <laughs> an, yeah, a couple hours to to run around, but I guess it's a day that they they're given to run around, but they mm-hmm. soon find out they don't need a day. The island is tiny. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like you give me a whole day, but like the island is about a thirty minute walk. <laughs> yeah, so they try to set up like traps, mm-hmm. which the count immediately sees through. Mm-hmm. But it it is a nice scenery, and it's like kind of like thrilling to see him do it yeah like it's kind of like a heavy thriller during that part where Mm -hmm. you're like trying to figure out how they can escape this it's like a jungle trap it's so small and there's nothing for them to defend themselves with besides a knife but you know you can kill you at long range so your knife is not going to do much yeah because he has the guns he does have guns and so like as the hunt begins you know, there's a there's a little game of cat and mouse, but that's really not important. I feel like it's very quick it's, and it doesn't take, it's not a long sequence. Mm-hmm. But essentially, Eve and Bob are trapped by a waterfall and Zaroff kind of like corners them, has like the hunting dogs after them. And we see Zaroff shoot and then both Bob and the dog kind of fall to like down the waterfall. And you don't know like what happened. You kind of assume that he dies. Bob is dead. Well, that's what all the characters assume mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. They assume the death of the the character because, you know, we saw him get shot. We saw him fall down the waterfall. Mm-hmm. And so Zaroff takes Eve back to 
the um back to the house and it's kind of like look at me i'm so great i did it again i killed the greatest hunter so that makes me better than anybody yeah sure (laughs) i mean that's kind of you know the whole moral of Mm -hmm. the it's like oh you're this big man because you were shooting at something that's scared of you and just trying to survive yeah like it's it's not humble it's not Mm -hmm. honorable right and i think that there's a distinct point i think that this is making because it, it has more to do with the critique of like hunting exotic animals animals that aren't you know used to eat no they're just for the kill it's just for the kill or like things that don't need to be like exterminated because there are huntings where it's like there you're allowed to hunt them because of overpopulation mm-hmm. because you know whatever is their natural natural predator doesn't exist or there's not enough of those or so, they were put in this location where they don't belong and now it's a pest yeah there's a lot of reasons for hunting but i think the critique of hunting in this movie and in the short story is sport. is the sport yeah. hunting where people because at the time the 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 short story came out in 1924 and you know it was that was kind of when the craze to go to africa and like other places where lions and elephants and stuff like that were were the the thing to kill and it was like for the ultra rich to go show off their hunting skills and it still is yeah and it's crazy that it still is a hundred years later it's still relevant and it's still a critique you know like i understand if you kill deer you eat the deer that's fine you know that's kind of the circle of life yeah for you like, that's how you exist. But hunting for sport animals that can't really defend themselves because you're in a car. Yeah. Shooting at them with a high-power rifle. That's just... I don't understand that. Yeah. And the movie doesn't either. And, and so, you know, kind of back to the movie where we kind of end up, you know, drawing to a close. Turns out Bob wasn't really uh, killed. No, he shot the dog. Yeah. And so there's like a ensuing fight he essentially takes out zaroff's henchmen and then zaroff and then zaroff basically uh succumbs to his wounds and gets eaten by hunting dogs so he now becomes the prey again it's kind of like this circle of of prey predator cat mouse type thing yeah you feel powerful until you're powerless yeah like when you have the upper hand you're gloating but as soon as you lose that upper hand, you realize that you're weak. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's a great movie. I, I still... Some people don't think it holds up and it, like it's a victim of its age, but I don't see that at all in this. It's so entertaining and short and fun and, like... Yeah, it's definitely sh- a short movie that I think gets the job done. But I feel like I do kind of see where people are coming from where... If they wanted to watch a movie that was similar to this, they would watch those movies because it does, like, play it up a little bit more and, like, delve more into the story. But I think that this one's pure because it still maintains the the critique that it wanted to. Yeah, I like you know? that. I like it pure. Mm-hmm. It, it's straightforward and it does its message. Well, a lot of movies now, sure, they might be more thrilling Mm-hmm. Maybe more violent if you're into that scarier. Yeah. But do they have a message? Are they trying to accomplish something new like this did? 
Right. And that doesn't, of course, that doesn't make it a better movie just because it's new and the other ones aren't. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to reach a point where you're going to be redoing the same things and trying to tweak it. Yeah. But this was doing a new thing while trying to pass on a message. Mm-hmm. And I think it still has some elements that are kind of really scary like like you said there's the scene where he releases the dog yeah it's like what is he gonna do now and he's like get the hounds and they just run out and you're like he's screwed then if you've ever been like charged by a dog that you're unfamiliar with you kind of know how terrifying (laughs) that is because i love dogs so much but if you're if you see a big dog coming at you Mm -hmm. that you don't know like you don't know if they're friend or foe and in this situation you kind of already know that they are foe and they're going to try to kill you. And like, I've, you know, that's a scary situation to be in because of like you as a human can't really do anything. Yeah. You know, to a, a wild animal or just an animal in general. That's yeah, like, that, that would be the scariest part for me for sure. When the dogs just rush you mm-hmm. after all that fighting. Yeah. And then the other scary part is when you, when you see the trophy room and you see all the yeah the heads of like people Which, that would be creepy and scary those heads those like trophies are in the original poster mm-hmm. which is kind of a dead poster now i have it because you gave it to me yeah so i have a big poster of the original theatrical release but now it's more of a standard poster where there's mm-hmm. the title they're running away from him whatever yeah but the trophy one is so like it just stands out to me so much because like you know what's gonna happen and i guess Maybe that's not the greatest if you don't know the movie. Like, it's a spoiler. Yeah. But. I mean, it, it's at this point, it's 90 years old, so. <laughs> it just stands out so much. It's like, yeah, there's a room with full of heads. And, like, that's so creepy. Mm-hmm. And the Count himself is not incredibly creepy, and that might be due to its age. Yeah. I feel like, you know, I agree. Because, like, you know, at the time, just having a Russian man. Yeah, it's was scary. Kind of I mean, like it's a... still kind of scary. Yeah, usually. <laughs> I don't know. There's like, you know, there's still movies out there that like as soon as you need a villain, they're like, give him an accent. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, this kind of did that. Yeah. It's not like I can, like it's, oh no, they did it for a reason. Maybe they did. I don't know. But it's still, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. It just kind of works that way where a lot of old timey villains are, even now they're just foreigner. They have an accent. Mm-hmm. But this was the first, like, I think this was the first film adaptation of The Most Dangerous Game, the book, or the short story. There were uh, several that, you know, aren't called The Most Dangerous Game that mm-hmm. were influenced by it. Yeah, no, for sure. But this is definitely the first one, to no, my knowledge. This, this story has been done a lot. I, I, earlier I said it hasn't been remade. It hasn't been remade, like, as a namesake, which I guess by now it has. Mm-hmm. But I meant more as, like, a... A franchisable name, mm-hmm. a recognizable name, the way King Kong is. Yeah. Even though this story has probably probably been made more often than King Kong, it's just different name, so it kind of all like blurs out. Yeah, and I mean like the n- non-direct uh, movies that kind of come from this, you know, where it's like sure, Battle Royale isn't the same thing it's not like critiquing the same thing no but it still takes the premise of okay like what if what if we just started killing children for as, as like a punishment right you know made them hunt each other yeah you know to, to survive make them the victims yeah they they're they're they have the power of killing each other but they're powerless to the system 
Right. So even if they don't want to kill each other, they have to in order to survive. Which is kind of, you know. It's a slightly different approach, but it is inspired. I understand what you mean. It's inspired by the Mm -hmm. small location where you don't really have a way to escape. You're just being played with. Yeah, and but, it's all the same, like, you know, even, even the, like, the island setting is still the same. Yeah. Where, like, you know, in in Battle Royale and then, you know, kind of subsequently the Hunger Games, you get sent on this island and then, like, they kind of change the 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 rules of, of the island depending on where you are. So in, like, Battle Royale, they have, like, you know, different... They have areas that they can't be in. Yeah. And the same thing with, like... The Hunger Games, where, like, each quadrant at certain times will, like, start spewing acid rain or, yeah. like, have a swarm of bees, you Yeah, know? this one doesn't need to go that extreme because yeah. it's so much It's much grounded. Yeah. yeah. But it, it works super well for me. Yeah. I guess if we're rating it now, I'll give it an 8 out of 10. Mm. Super solid. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I understand it's not the greatest movie ever, obviously. It's... Too short and simple to be overcomplicated, but it achieves everything to a perfect simplicity. Yeah. I would say that I I like it a little bit less. I gave it a 7 out of 10. I think it's still important to kind of view. And it's definitely one of those things that if... I mean, if you're watching horror movies to watch horror movies, this one isn't very scary, but it's at least compelling. I mean, if you're watching horror movies because you just like horror movies for different reasons, it doesn't matter. If if you're looking into the story mm-hmm. of horror, the the just how far back it goes, mm-hmm. this is of course you got to make your way through this one. But like, mm-hmm. it's not going to be a, the greatest movie of all time. I don't think. No, I, I don't think it's necessarily something important to watch as a story or for the techniques or anything like that. But as history, it is an important film. I agree, but I think that's all that we have for this episode, so don't forget to like, subscribe, and stay tuned for our next horror movie.